0: Hello and welcome back to the No Ratings podcast. It's been a minute. We haven't done a bonus in a little while. If you haven't listened to the full episode, that went out on Tuesday. This is, of course, Thursday now. And obviously, we're a few days in 2023. Let's be honest. Kieran was out partying. Danielle just got back from the World Cup and Baines was super ill. He was super ill. So we had to sort of put this on pause, wait four or five days to do the No Ratings awards of 2022. If I'm not wrong, normally... Daniel, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong because I feel like you're the type of guy who goes to awards. They do awards like well before the end of the year for things, don't they? Uh,
1: yeah, you, you've made me a professional in an award show, so I'm just going to say yes to that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, yeah, we're we're doing the no ratings Podca- podcast awards. Can't even get the the name of the pod out. Almost said, almost said the no ratings, no ratings awards. Don't know <laughs> th- that would make no sense. But this is no ratings podcast awards. They're all to do with football, and the categories are goal of the year. Breakout star of the year, pundit of the year, team of the year, blunder of the year, lol of the year, player of the year and moment of the year. Don't know why I went into my full on Ben Shepard voice, but I thought it was a solid impression. So let's start with goal of the year. Baines, what is your goal of the year? I think it has to be Dimitri Paita's goal versus Panathinaikos.
2: Corner came in, half volley, top corner. Incredible technique. I don't think I've seen a better goal this year. In terms of Ooh. technique. Maybe not important because it was obviously the Europe League, but the goal speaks for itself.
0: I'm going to throw a stipulation out there. I've just decided that we have to agree on one thing for each category. So you can put forward what you like, but then we have to collectively come oh. together and go, that is the one.
3: That is the one. Okay, sure.
0: So wow. I'm, I'm going to put my goal forward. Kovacic against Liverpool was on the 1st of Jan last year. One day into the year, back Edlin backpedalling considering it's coverage as well and I, I, maybe it came off a shin i don't know if it did but it came off like the bottom part of your shin your ankle yeah, yeah like where danielle's signaling if you listen to this he's signaling like the part of like the top of your wrist on the side of your hand that's facing outwards, yeah. but depending on which way you put your hand, that going to make no sense. The too, joint. So I it's, the joint. it's the joint, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I don't know what it's guy.
3: called, I should, I, should, I should know, I should know. What is that I know. Someone I Google, Google go, that. i got BA biology.
1: Lads, we're, pos- we're podcasters, not physios. Let's let's crack <laughs> on. <pod.
0: laughs> Kieran clearly isn't. He's, he did biology. Uh, but yeah, he's, he sort of like slapped it in, backpedaling, top corner. It was a mental goal. Uh, so I will put that goal forward. Um I- I don't think yeah.
3: I don't think you look past the Mbappe goal, man. I just don't I just don't think you can. The way I mean the obviously the context of the World Cup final everyone's been like oh where's Mbappe he's been silent for 80 minutes like what's what's going on? He takes the ball, you, you know, he's given the ball in the air. That's another thing. He's not really known for his strength in the air like that. He's, he's knocked off to Morani Morani's put the ball up in the air. You think you take a touch, take a touch, take a touch, shoots, scores, everyone goes crazy. Like that's, that, that's 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 yeah. got to be the one.
1: He's been known. He's been known to score a goal like that before in the Champions League. I think it was against Juventus. He played it off to Neymar. Neymar scooped yeah. it up, and he took it first time. But um, I think for me, what the goal might have lacked in the quality that Piets and Kovacic showed, it made up for in the importance. So for exactly. me, it felt it, for me it felt like more of a moment than what would be the goal of a year. But um, incredible techers from Kylian. For me, uh, I can't lie. I like goals that look like they were scored in 2007. So, uh, for me, um, there's a few on here, but I think...
0: Brother, that sounded Uh, like a Drake lyric. I'm sorry. Oh,
1: yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Listen, I might be his ghostwriter. Who knows? But, listen, for me, I had a a bit of a collection of goals, and I think I'm just going to have to choose one to save us time. I'm going to go for... Oh. Can I give you... Oh. Give us all. Give us all. <laughs> all right, let's go. Because I just want you to get inside my wonderful mind for a second. So, one of the ones that I love the most was Vinny Jr. versus Man City in the, in the semi final. The pass gets drilled into him. He turns, touches it, nutmegs Fernandinho, essentially ending his career, sprints the length of the pitch, slots in bottom corner a la Thierry Henry. Uh, that was very 2007 vibes for me. I love that. Almiron, Miguel Almiron versus Fulham. Or in fact, Miguel Almiron as a human. Every single every single corner. This goal, is this goal <laughs> compilation is ver- is pushing the boundaries of Prime Suárez. Like some of those strikes into the corners and some of those give and go finishes, insane. Um, Holland versus Dortmund, because when you look at the the outside of the foot assist from João Cancelo, that's outrageous on its own. And normally you'd go, all right, header it and finish it. This guy decides to, I don't know what, so he's like falling away and then decides to almost ankle back heel it into the top corner, which I thought was sensational. And um, of course, Richarlison versus Serbia uh, at the World Cup. Outside of the foot, if you look at the reverse angle, it takes a slight nick off the defender's leg, so that puts Richarlison off even more. He still manages to get that touch and that turn and connection. What a moment. So those are mine, but I think I'm going to go for Almiron versus Fulham.
0: I'm just gonna put a caveat out there on the Haaland one. I don't actually think it was a good assist. I think it's actually a terrible cross. Haaland makes it a good assist. It looks good because it's a Traveller. He's done it with the outside mm. of his foot. So immediately you go, oh, what a sexy pass. But the ball is actually at his neck. And in reality, like it's and it's moving away from him. I don't think he could head it because the ball's actually like three or four oh. yards, not good, probably a couple of yards in front of him. So he's had to sort of like whip his uh, left foot against the sort of spin of the ball to put it in. I don't think it's a great crossing or a great assist. Harlan's made it a great assist. It probably goes out otherwise yeah. and you go great, great delivery because it looks sexy.
1: I think as someone it's who's played... I think as someone who's played 6,000 more minutes of 11-a-side football than me, I'm inclined to like lean on your opinion and go with it. But for me, I'm a vibes man. Yeah, Baines is a stat man. I'm a vibes man, right? Outside the foot... Value vibes. Keeper in the mud against his former club.
3: Yeah. You know what I mean. All right. so there's a lot. There's a lot to work with there. I can't be mad at that. And you and you chosen a City goal as well. I can't be mad. But the Vinny, the Vinny goal. Pff, I was actually at the stadium to, to watch that goal. And the way, yeah, yeah, it was, it was crazy because I'm, I'm a City fan, obviously. So I was I was there watching the goal and everyone. I promise you, the whole section just went, just went silent. Like, as soon Boy. as as soon as he, he let the he let the ball run through his legs. Fernandinho's 35 at this point, so even prime (laughs) Fernandinho, he's not catching Vinny in that situation. They just knew, like, I I just knew, I was like, yeah, it's it's done, it's over.
0: I think also the Almiron volley against Fulham, that was an outside of the foot left. Uh, Maybe this is like a bit of bias towards left-footed players, but when left-footed players outside of the foot anything, it just looks better. Maybe because we're probably all right-footed here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so like anything we do with our right foot is almost like normal to us. When someone left footed does it, you're always like, whoa, like, is your foot allowed to do that? So I think <laughs> Alm- Almiron's outside of the foot volley, considering the fact it's Almiron as well, I personally will, clearly I've got to think of volleys. I personally would put that next to the Kovacic goal.
2: Just giving the Pipe goal respect then?
0: That was a hard right. volley, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, but he still went top corner. I think Pipe's goal in terms of technique, is the best out of all of them. And Pius Wu has been a scorer of great goals. Kind uh, of wait, wait, wait.
1: Which, one, which one is the most difficult? Which one is the most difficult? For me, I think Kovacic has plenty of time to see what's going on. And he knows whatever happens... He's striking that ball. And it's one of those ones where no one really even seems to close him down either. Like It's almost like time stands still. No, he's
0: backpedalling though. Backpedalling. No, I hear that.
1: Yeah. I hear that, but I think he's decided what's going down. As soon as he looked up and he's taking those steps back, I think he knows what's on. For me, Almiron's one, everything made sense for him to let it come onto his right foot and maybe hit it low. The way he just managed to create an angle for himself and do that with his left foot. And not to forget as well, it was a pass and go as well. The ball flies over. A pass and go before you slap it into the top bins is always very nice.
3: That's why you can give it to Mbappe as well. He's giving giving you the little give and go. And he's he's kind of in behind. He's just, he's falling, falling for a World Cup final, man. On Messi's head as well. No, but could you say, could you say like Emi Martinez got a, a big hand to that and it almost went it through kind of it, went, it kind of went un, it kind of went under under his hand But it's just the, the pace at which he's he's, he's he's struck it it's just gone mm,
0: it's not very
3: technical I, lingo but you the know.
0: occasion though I think I agree with Daniel here that the occasion feels more like a moment like that was like a you could put that in both categories yeah mm. true because it was such true. a crazy moment and everyone was suddenly like oh my god France are on it so I'm gonna discount the Mbappe one just for that one personally. Not, I'm, I'm not okay, saying. I'm saying if
3: we're gonna if we're gonna do that, then you have to let me have it for the moment. Then, like, because it's got it's got to get in there somehow. <laughs> really. Listen, we're, going to get there. There. Yeah, we're gonna going to go get there. We're gonna get in there somehow. We
0: can't. We can't. Hey, it's right. I'm like repping podcast. PSG
3: today. I'm repping PSG today. We gotta to get that Mbappe moment in, regardless.
0: Um, all right, Baines. I, I feel like you're. I, I could, I'm happy to go with the Almiron one, but I feel like without you're just gonna go Paye. You like you don't care it's about it, but you're just going to this pie it's Payet, man. But i
2: am <laughs> so biased towards Payet. I love the guy, man. I think he's too good.
1: Baines is looking at us like commoners. He's like, look at these guys, yeah. devoid know, of you culture. Know I, you know what I've got, you know got on the every angle of
3: Payet's goal. I'll
2: send it to wow. you right now. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> it.
3: I've, I've seen it. Nah, I can't
0: it. back Pi. Oh, he's, put, he's actually put it in the chat. All right. Give it a watch. Give it a watch. Why not? All right, go
3: on. Go on. Every on. Angle. Watch
0: every angle.
3: Every angle. All right, cool.
0: I, I don't want Baines to feel like we're just discounting his ideas for no reason. So Yeah.
3: I'm invested. I'm invested. Come on. Good strike, to be fair.
2: Miguel Amaron.
3: Oh, he's saying he say good strike, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's, good. it's a good strike. Good strike. I love it's it. It's not. It's not. Like, it's, 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 it's decent. It's, it's, you know. It gives, gives me Ramsey-Galatasaray, oh, right? listen, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not quite... Right. It. Hey, listen, that's it's not... not, not that better you know. than that goal. It's a good, good, great goal, though, to be fair. Wait,
1: does it all of a sudden
3: go up a level mid-air? Wait, wait. Yeah, it I kind got of started. I've got another shout. Go on. Thiago's goal.
2: I can't remember who it was against. Oh, I
3: know, the one, I know exactly the one you're talking about. I can't remember who it was against.
2: Was he against Porto?
3: It's, that wasn't this year. Was it not? No. I think it was 2021.
0: Yeah, Come on, it, wait, 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 let me give that a quick Google because I, I feel like it is 2021, but I don't want to discount it in case it is. Because, ah, oh, that goal was sensational, man.
3: I'm no, sure you're right. I think it was Porto. Porto. It was Porto,
0: but it was and 2021. It was
3: 2021. <laughs> yeah, so for me, for me, remember 2021. Yeah, just but, Wait, so but of me, after
1: looking at all the angles, I feel like I've seen plenty of this type of goal and. As as correctly mentioned earlier, it's not better than the Aaron Ramsey one, the Galatasaray one. So then by that account, we say, well done, Statman Baines. Well done, Dimitri Payet. Better
3: luck next year.
1: Yeah,
3: I'm with that. I thought
2: I converted him for a second, the way he
0: started Yeah, when he
3: started off, I've seen seen all the the angles. This is how he sets you up. He's like, listen, I I hear what you're saying, but no.
0: Um, Kieran, you get the deciding vote. Then, essentially, can you, are you happy to back Almiron?
3: Well, yeah, because my, my otherwise it's just going to be a stalemate, and my, my baffy votes just not getting the love I thought yeah. it was going <laughs> to get. So, so oh, just yeah. to hate on, just the hate on beans. Yes, it's Almiron, bro. It's Almiron. <laughs> it's Almeron right now, man.
0: Lovely. Almiron won the category of Goal of the Year. Uh, on to breakout star, breakout star of the year, and I struggled with this. Um... So I'm not gonna put myself first in in the hope someone mentions someone that I can back. Uh Kieran's rubbing his hand, so Kieran, go on.
3: Right. So now I'm gonna this is this is kind of the moment I've been waiting for. You've got to go for Kvica Karachelia. And the reason I'm gonna say it, and everyone's gonna say, Oh, you know, uh my room is floating now. uh oh, my, my my the re- things in my room are levitating, pronounce his name and I'll give you 200 pounds. Listen, I've literally been I've been watching Virtual since 2020. Uh, shout out Jackie Kulig, I think his name is, like the football talent scout on on Twitter. He's like he put put me on. So when he was he was at um, Ruben Kazan, and there was like lots of comps of him dribbling, just just doing just crazy things, just breaking ankles. And the question was, you know, he moved he moved to a team in the Georgian league, and everyone's like, oh, is he going to be able to uh, bring this to like a top league in Europe? You've seen it this this year. He was, he was Napoli's top scorer until like I think just before the World Cup, Osman took him over champions league games he's delivering clinic week in week out he's, he was stripping trent at anfield i mean like he was he, he was going absolutely crazy and everyone was there, was there was a period when everyone like you couldn't go a game without his name just being spammed in all caps oh look at look at what feature just did look what he's just done um so yeah i, I think he's got to be break out of
0: we'll um we'll come to him to talk about him i'll go with mine I feel like I probably should have gone for someone much more niche. But now now it feels and sounds like I don't watch football, but I promise you I do, in other countries, not just England. But I feel like he's not really a breakout star, but because of the history he's had in this said division and because of what one Englishman said about him at the start of the season, I feel like Almiron has a debate to be a breakout star this year because he's still very, very young. He's got nine goals in the league. He's... One of the reasons Newcastle are in the top four at the time of recording. Um, so I think there's a case there for Almiron. But I don't, like someone like Kvicic is like unknown to most people. A few people watch him, and that's why he's a breakout star. Almiron, we all knew about him, but the fact he's turned it on in 2022 makes him mm. a contender for breakout, the breakout star. I don't know if that works the oh, same I, way. I, I, know, I, I know what you're
3: saying, but I, mean, I think it's also he's, tw- he's actually 28, I think. I think he's 28. Ah, I
0: swear he's 26.
3: No, I think I think Wait. he's 20, twenty-eight. Yeah, listen, twenty-six
0: is too late
1: to break out anyway. As well, you can't be breaking. But out. I, I, I
3: genuinely think I think he's uh, he's born in he's twenty-eight. Uh, ni- he's ni- ninety-four, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's basically yeah, breaking right. out of a retirement home at this point. Yeah, but I
3: do I do get I, I do get what you were saying. But then it's also a thing of I, I'm going to be real because we've given him the goal. I, I can't now back him for back him for this break. No, but, no, but he's it's it's, to... it's he's also it's... twenty-eight.
1: No, no, but this is this is what what. Rambo just said there is, is contender for blunder of the year. Like, uh, Miggy can, can't break out. Man was born in 94, cuz. <laughs> wait, man's been, wait, wait. Man's been a Premier League player for like, what? <laughs> like, half my marriage, bro. Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't...
3: Over, over 100 appearances in the division as well. I think it's on like a 124 hundred appearances. 100 appearances? It's about, t- it's about time he broke out.
1: If, if anything, if anything, I'm he saying, hasn't hey, broken man. out.
3: I got I got love for Amro. I got I got love for Amro. Let me let me not even let me not start hating. But I actually really do like Amro, man.
0: I'd no, like to course, put a but... case in there that Michael Schofield broke out of prison when he was thirty three. Don't mean he wasn't a breakout out of prison.
3: So, <laughs> 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 so Amro's got five years. He's got five years on him. He's got cool.
0: time on his
3: hands. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So this this is what we this is what we mean by he's young. We're going by Schofield. Schofield yeah. um, parameters.
0: Schofield units. Oh, man. Right, man. so my breakout stars <laughs> out of the question. Um, let me just pass it to someone else who might have a better suggestion.
3: <laughs> Bainesy, what you got? is going to tell me Lingard now. <laughs>
0: <Man>.
2: <laughs> I've got two in it. The first one's kind of obvious. Enzo Fernandes came from River Plate. I think it was Benfica balling out in the Champions League. Silver ball winner in the World Cup. I think it was. And mm. it looks like he's getting a, uh, what, £120 million plus move to Chelsea right now. Fair play to him. The second one, I don't know if you call it a breakout star, but I think this is the first year where a lot of people started respecting him a lot. And that's Martinelli.
3: I knew yeah, I knew some of it.
2: Before this season, I think everyone used to say he's living off that one goal against Chelsea. I'll be honest, I was included in that. I'm like, I don't really get the hype but then this season I'll be honest I think he's the best left winger in the league isn't it like the level of performances so far this season incredible kind of thing is it
1: what I've learned from what you've just said there right is that unless you support the team you don't like you football fans only watch their own club because Martinelli has been incredible and with the potential to explode this way for like even last season, he was incredible, and I've said so long. And I think I'm not sure if a lot of Arsenal fans have said this, but I've certainly said that out of when Emil Smith Rowe and Saka were breaking through, and Martinelli was knocking on the door, Martinelli was the bona fide player that did not have a ceiling. Like for me, Saka, Emil Smith Rowe, they have a ceiling. I think Gabby Martinelli has Ballon d'Or potential. Like, seriously, like, you know, like that, you know, that top 10, top 20 conversation or who's finishing in the Ballon d'Or? I reckon Martinelli has Ballon d'Or top 10 conversation potential for sure. And he always has. He always has. We believed in him from the start. And that's why what he's doing now is no surprise. He's hit the gym and now he's on smoke. He could have passed it to Saka when he was through on goal at the Amex. He said, no, I'm taking this one. And um, he's always been a killer. And I'm glad. I'm glad, uh, Bainesy, you've seen what we're on because yeah, well the, the way I
2: would say with Martinelli was, whoa, whoa.
1: Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. The way I say with
2: Martinelli, I think it's not necessarily about his potential; it's about what he actually produced in it. In terms of mm. on that, every single moment we just looked at that Chelsea goal, rather than what other moments did Martinelli really have before this year? Of note,
3: oh, he, you know, he had, quite a few. He did. Have no, last years. year, last year he was sensational.
2: No, no, but like in terms of like 2022, because I think he kicked on after Smith rowe got injured. Wasn't in, oh, yeah. I might be wrong actually. Yeah, And I think no, that right. Smith rowe had that patch from December last year, where he was very good. Then he got injured. Then Martinelli really started coming into it.
1: Yeah, agree. That's why I say Martinelli
2: in twenty twenty two really, really sure. kicked on to that next level where now I've got him as the best left winger in the league, for example, this year.
1: I think he certainly had his break I think I think he certainly had his breakthrough season in where there's no real debate now of of what of what type of player he is. I think everyone's well aware that he is incredibly quick, his finishing is lethal, he's strong on the ball and uh, he's a great dribbler as well. I don't think it's just now Arsenal fans that think that because we've thought even with his head down all the time.
3: Yeah. Even with his head down all the time, he's still beating men at will. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and I've met him so that gives me extra bonus points as well
0: he wasn't he's your pick though in yet.
3: <laughs> huh no he listen he's I've got my list right here and I'll gen, I can genuinely read it out to you for the breakout stars I had McAllister I had I had Almiron down I had Saliba I had Martinelli and some um, Crescentio Somerville wait wait sad, wait he had Almiron even though you
2: laughed
0: <laughs> but then I rea- no
3: I had Almiron and then I realised
0: yeah, but you I had Almaron Al- second on your list, so you can't chat to me about Alron being 28. <laughs> no, no, no. But
3: this is, this is what I'm saying. I say, That's why I said I understand the point. That's why I literally... Because I literally... I went through the same thought process myself. That's why I... The first thing I said was, I understand the point, but we can't because he's 28. Because I've been through the exact same thought process that you went through as well. Well...
0: well. Alex McAllister is 24 as well. So where where's the cut-off point here for age because 24s yeah.
3: No, but 24s is okay. I think I think it's got to be under I think under 25 personally.
1: I, I for me, I think breakout star of the year is is like an emerging star, like someone that has just like not not quite burst onto the scene, but done something you might not have heard of them before, but they've announced themselves on a stage at a certain level. I don't even think in some ways William Saliba fits that bill because Again, anyone that's been following William Saliba's career has always felt like he's had an element of generational talent to him. He was amazing at St Etienne as well, one young player in Liga. So he'd already broken out and been on some sort of stage.
0: There is a slight, I would say there is a slight argument to that because, like, he was regarded as the best defender in the league at the start of the season. That's like a, a, a breakout from a breakout. Yeah, no, no. that's like the next. That's mm-hmm. like breaking out and going back in. Prison Break season two flex. And that's why I think <laughs> Saliba is possibly. I, I would personally allow Saliba as a shout. Um, sure, definitely. I think mean, like b- b- by breakout style, you got like different types. Kavica is like breakout, breakout. No one knew about him, and very few people knew about him, and he's a full-on breakout. Hey, then yeah. you have got Martinelli, mm-hmm. who like. Hey, hey, hey. also just coming back to Danielle's point on, we only watch our own teams as football fans. I would like to just confirm as a student of the game, I watch every league and I watch every team. (laughs) Um, I think then you've got like Martinelli, who's like, we all knew about him. And now some people are starting to really rate him. Like he's gone from good winger to, in Baines's words, the best winger in the league. And obviously in Danielle's words, potentially a Ballon d'Or winner. So that's like the next step of breakout. And then you have Almiron who was stuck, and now he's breaking out. So, yeah, that's, that's that's all I'm saying. i just trying to defend Almiron. Daniel, did we get <laughs> your shout, by the way?
1: No, but I, I'm happy to go with uh, Kovára or Mudrik, uh, not just because we're linked with him, but oh. that that's the level of profile I'm looking at. Like, names that have not been circling around world football for a while, but then because of recent performances, we're starting to go, right, this is the next crop of world-beating talents that are going to join the big clubs, are going to do the big things. And Kvarskilia's name kept coming up, like, in WhatsApp chats, in group chats, people would say, did you see what he did here? Do you see... It almost like, you know, like, chaos football, the way people are speaking about Darwin Nunez right now. Yeah. They were just, like, entertainment value and, like, entertainment factor and X factor. Mm. I keep hearing that this guy has got it in abundance and I've not heard of him beforehand. And Serie A is not an easy place to, like break through and like announce yourself as a young talent and Napoli is a team with huge expectations and for him to be making an impact on a team like that I think says a lot about his potential and what we can expect from him in the near future I will
0: hand he's, he's 21
3: and he's He's literally, yeah. younger, than, yeah. he's literally y- younger than me
0: he's seven years younger than Almiron. so um <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll back Kavitra there's three back in Kavitra here Bane so
3: yeah, You lose again.
2: I know I might not even back, back and back it for the moment of the year now.
1: Baines, is there a late shout for Dimitri Payet breakout star of the year? Yeah, gonna go I was actually
2: going to say Garnaccio,
0: honourable mention. No. Yeah. It, like He I'm scored mad. a goal against Fulham. Is he really a breakout star? I think no, you have the go against that like,
3: as well. To be fair,
2: twenty twenty two won the FA Youth Cup, scored in the FA Youth Cup final. Um, copied Ronaldo. Yeah, but that is def-
0: that's definitely oh. a you watching your club. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, listen, I, my, I, brother, nah, nah, my brother, no, no, Robbie Savage. Robbie Savage won the
3: FA Youth Cup. I'm not gonna lie. No,
2: no, no. I like academy football now. I think he's good.
0: Right. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I
3: like him as a player but I don't think you can back him over Vichy yeah. man I, I just said an honourable
2: yeah. mention didn't I, I Had to
0: alright right. you yeah. just wanted to you yeah. just wanted to say yeah. you good. just need for... to get your Manu
3: prop in just real yeah,
2: quick
0: yeah like, I've that. had too much <laughs> Arsenal prop now man I, nah, I hear that right, we man, are man. over 20 minutes in and we've got one, two, three, we've got 6 categories to go so I think this one's pretty quick to be fair Pundit of the Year uh, I've got two names We're going Internet Pundit of the Year for me is Amir uh who's not on not on the pod today but he is the internet pundit of the year. I I actually watch and listen to him to what he says quite a bit. And then T V pundit of the year. I like to put myself forward. No. Um I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go Nigel Deong. Um because okay. I thought like out of everyone that I liked listening to when I was watching the World Cup, he was streets ahead of everyone else basically. And I felt like a lot of the stuff he said was very like very on topic and not like he wasn't waffling about personal personal vendettas against certain things. Um, I don't want to give too much of my thoughts away on TV pundits because I have a job to uphold. Um, but <laughs> um, I'd probably push Nigel De Jong and Amir in in them too. Mm. Tasty. Yeah, this is a boring have one to be, be fair. A I'll a be honest, is the I think
2: Bunderlier? I had no one. But you know who I want to give a shout out to? He
3: said, I hate all of you. you. That sounds bad, isn't it? One of you deserves it.
2: (laughs) I just think CBS as a whole deserve immense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That is pure entertainment. Sensational.
1: Exactly what I have done.
2: So, so fun to watch.
1: And I think think all of that stems from Mika Richards being able to be let loose. And you can see. Carragher's tone, Carragher kind of pushes the envelope anyway by Sky standards, but on mm. CBS he's almost unleashed. Like, listen, yeah. we're presenting to Americans; just go wild. Thierry Henry has a bit of fun as well, but I think Mika Richards is the heart of all of that. He is the master of the chaos. He's the he's the one pulling the strings in that midfield three on CBS. Um, <laughs> Shout think, out Kate after as well, don't and Kate and Kate is just it. perfect. Yeah, Kate because you can't throw her off. Kate doesn't. Kate seems to be able to deal with all of it, and yeah. she's like. She's like quadlingual as well, which I think is uh, sensational. Okay. Um, I like I like the take that you had Rambo on um, internet pundit. For me, I I'm not being biased because he's on the pod and that. But um, uh, Lee, uh, is it is it Lees or Lees? Lees, oh, Lees. When he talks ball, I listen. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not even sure if he's making sense or not. He could be saying something like. Dimitri Payet for Ballon d'Or but like whenever he speaks I love it I just love the way he articulates himself I love the way he's able to construct a concise argument and a lot of the times I'm like damn if I was ever in a football debate with this guy I'd just be a bit nervous like he just delivers I really like Diaz. and when it comes to and I I just think he's incredibly articulate he's not just one of those guys that's hard to argue against I think he delivers his point beautifully I love the guy big up him He's um, going to clip this.
3: He's going to clip this, like this. He's going to be like his pinned, pinned tweet for like I think a good few months. But it's going to be on I, LinkedIn. I, You're
0: going to open yeah. his LinkedIn. He's going to pop yeah. up with his
1: video. And <laughs> I, think, I think for TV Pundit, um, again, as we touched on on the CBS thing as well, not so much from an analytical point of view, but just because of the impact he's had on not only the channels he's on, but pushing the envelope with fellow broadcasters. I think Mika Richards takes it again, man. Because at first, it's easy to just look at Mika as the fun guy. But when you actually look at what he's brought out of his co-hosts on on Mm. loads of platforms, I think he's sensational. His entertainment value is great. And he's the only man I've ever met that's hencher in real life than on camera. (laughs)
0: He's a big man. He's a big man. No,
1: but I don't think you guys realise. On camera, man's hench, right? Bro... When I saw him at the media center, bro, this guy genuinely, I genuinely thought they were going to have to get him a new shirt. Like the threads were hanging on for dear life. It was crazy. So I think for that alone, he gets my, my vote.
0: Pundit of the year just has to be Hench next year. if not Daniel I'll yeah, that's, go
1: that's it. it. He- hench oh. so in real life, then on camera. There's a very yeah. Specific... Sorry, yeah. It's, it's like
3: the like base just paying category. Like with, with footballers, if you're if you're paying, you automatically just get like five extra ratings. Then <laughs> hundred not... bro, hundred.
0: That's the game. Hey. hey, game's the game, man. Um, on the point of layers, by the way, uh, you're not you're not wrong. He's got what he's got two really dangerous attributes. One, he remembers everything. He's like one of these blokes that like he remembers what happened on the seventy third minute when Burnley played Stoke in the FA Cup in two thousand and three. I don't know why, but he remembers it. And then the second part of his charm is he can convince you to lock your nan outside in the freezing cold, even if she dies, because he has the ability to do that. It's <laughs> scary what uh... I can do.
1: Oh, that sentence ended uh, strong. Wow. Okay. And the die part <laughs> is kind of like, like... this. Like a
3: he has process right now. <laughs>
0: You, you, right. you know, when you're just like saying waffle and then the end part just ends up being something you didn't want to say, but you were just in the middle of waffle, <laughs> you in, just got like, to commit to it.
3: You just got to commit to it at that point. I was like, I it's just too late.
0: That snow, freezing cold, but I had to go to die anyway. You, you're the one that's <laughs> going to
3: end up locked out after after this one's Cisco's live, bro. I'm telling you that for
0: free.
3: <laughs> oh, um, um, you, don't, you don't have. Um, I think TV. I, I'm I'm like one of the few that I just really like Carragher. Like no matter like anything anything he does, like I just like tuning in. Like when when um when they used to do, I think it was the overlap, but it was it wasn't just um Neville at the beginning. They used to do like the group forums and and like give it out mm. to like the fans and, and the crowd. I just feel like he, he's just got he's just got really good humor. Like and and he he just like he can laugh at himself as well. Like you know when people talk about, I think Neville can as well, but I feel like with Gary Neville, he's more. You can you can kind of always feel that he's a United fan, like even though I, I like him, but you can kind of always feel like okay, there's this is where this piece of analysis is coming from. This is I'm a United fan. But I'm gonna try and leave my bias out, but it kind of just it kind of creeps in. Whereas with Carragher, I feel like he's 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 more across the board. You know, obviously you can still tell there's affiliation to Liverpool, but it's not it's not like as soon for example, as soon as you can feel you can feel that more.
0: Yeah, all right. Um, I feel we don't need to. I don't think this one requires us to all feel the same way because we all we all like people for different reasons. Clearly, um, so I think pundit of the year. Do you have an internet pundit of the year by the way?
3: Oh, um, I wouldn't really say he's a, a pundit as such, but um, I like you know the Euro expert. Yeah, he does like. He does like like anything about play. Like any player that this his co-sign mean it means a lot to me. If, if he co-signs a player, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let me go check. I'm gonna check this the check this guy out. So I, I don't know if I'd have him because you said Umir. I feel like he's kind of in a similar bracket to Umir. Um, but I, I wouldn't. I, yeah, like he 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 his co-sign means means a lot. Like he know he knows ball.
0: He just co-signed mudric this morning, by the way, for Arsenal fans. Oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah. it's over. He doesn't get many wrong. I feel like he's actually the ghost scout at Liverpool. Don't get many wrong. Um, <laughs> blunder of the year is the next. I'm going to skip team of the year because like, I honestly thought it was going to take us 10 minutes to get through the first four. Um, I don't feel like team of the year is overly important unless someone's gone. On. Go on, Daniel. Well, I'm so glad you sensed that because I had like a love letter ready for Morocco. Go on, I'll to be fair, about... Morocco would be my team as well. So please, let's let's hear this love letter and then we'll, we'll it, move done. on to... Uh, so, I think everyone, everyone's fine with that, go on. What I love about Morocco is like when you're
1: talking about an award ceremony, it's not what they did um, over the course of the 12 months, even though Moroccan football is in incredible shape right now, the men's and women's team. But it is what they captured in such a short space of time. The first Arab and African team to reach the semi-finals of the World Cup, knocking out Spain, knocking out uh, Portugal in unbelievable circumstances. There were so many story arcs within that team as well of players that could have played for countries that they were born in, but they decided to rep their motherland. Their fans were unbelievable. Um, the players always brought their mothers along. Like uh, The Moroccan FA actually paid for and allowed the families to join them uh, at the World Cup, which is not, it's not standard procedure and it's not allowed for a, a lot of FAs but they brought them along. And just that story arc as well, there was so much to the Moroccan team that captured the imagination of what football is like outside of um, Europe or outside of traditional football platforms. And um, I think this was a real breakthrough moment. And I think a World Cup story that we'll remember for a long, long time. They're now in the Hall of Fame of teams that captured the imagination of the world. Morocco, I love you. And um, that's all I have to say about that.
0: I can't argue that. You agree. not argue Yeah, I think Morocco can what have team of the year unless Baines is about to throw out some team in the French fifth division. Nah,
2: I th- nah. I think, what was it, Lens are second right now in Ligue 1, isn't it? Wow. Well, I, no. uh, I think they beat PSG 3-1 and, on the weekend. I
3: knew, I knew this was coming, genuinely. No, uh, no, Lenz no. Lens
2: or no. I was actually going to say Arsenal as well. I think Arsenal deserve immense credit. Because going into well, the season, no one would have thought Arsenal would beat up seven points above City.
1: Yeah, I, I mean one thing I would say is that Morocco's expectation versus their achievement yeah. is far greater than Arsenal's. Yeah, I'm but just I would also Portugal
2: mention's kind of, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. But I, w- I would also <laughs> say in a weird season we're still not even halfway there. Like I know the season's been cut in half, but I think it's 14 games played, right? Or 16. No, 16, 16. Sorry, it's 16 now. So like we're not even at that magic 18 game mark where you can start to go all like we were top at Christmas, but uh-huh, it wasn't man.
3: It was, a Chris, it was a Christmas. Yeah, the so, way it would usually be. So
1: we just need to. I don't. I know what you I feel like you're doing something to me, babes. But I'm not gonna bite. Oh, I'm just going I'm just gonna say, Morocco, I love you, and I implore anyone to look at Morocco's journey, look at what their fans are like, and if you want a bit more about that, I can point you in the right direction. I've spent a lot of time with Morocco
0: fans. So. I, 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 I think I also
3: fact. like the fact that. Oh no! You, you go. You no,
0: go. no. Please, please go ahead.
3: No, I, I was just gonna say I like the fact that you know going in most most people just like hyping oh they've got ZH they've got Hakimi but the players that really stood out was uh, you know Inahi, Amrabat uh, Bono as well and then I like my my personal favorite was Buffao Bufal was out. giving me mm-hmm. was giving me those Kavara moments he was he was breaking ankles he was giving you the sauce he's giving he's just giving you everything maybe not a goal but everything but the goal he's giving you everything everything you know what you actually want to go to games you get off your seat for I mean. The, the faith, I think it was against um Lorente against Spain, where he's literally he's, he's dropped his shoulder, he's gone one way, he's gone the other, and he said, See you later. He's left left him on the floor, he's just gone.
0: I I love the fact that Daniel went from giving a, a love letter to Morocco to Baines going, I do like Lens though. I mean <laughs> I just can't just can't, <laughs> right. just can't forget. The game's against game. <laughs> <you guys> special. <laughs> uh all right, blunder of this the sums uh, it up, man.
3: <laughs> yeah. Runner of the year. Oh, actually, I'm changing. I'm changing mine. I know I gave you man um um off-air, which I, I can't remember. What I said actually. Uh, can't remember. What did I say off air?
2: Arsenal awesome Gary Neville.
3: On, I don't... Oh yeah, the, the Arsenal awesome Gary Neville. I'm gonna change it to um Rory Jennings saying that Harland wouldn't wouldn't score more than 15 <laughs> Premier League goals. <laughs> and and not just because he said he wouldn't score more than 15, because I know there's quite a few people that that were, you know, giving him a lot of lot of stick. Oh, you know, it's the Bundesliga. You know, it's 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 all of these these different factors that, that he's just not going to do it in a Pep team. Pep with Ibrahimovic. All this nonsense that that I was hearing. But he it, it goes, it's disrespectful to the establishment. He's not he's not the player that everyone says he is, and all, all of this only for him to drop fifteen goals in his first nine games. So, yeah, that, that that's an app that's beyond the blunt. He's not he's sitting on twenty one now.
1: That's that, I'm not gonna lie. I want everyone to make money and have a long career. That's a sackable offence. I can't lie. <laughs> he bought the establishment into it, and then Holland just started dropping. This, this he is, had so this many hat tricks, is... he, he had to go to hospital. Like, this is I, I just nah man, that is a that. Do you know what? That is actually a that's actually a bigger blunder in my heart than Gary Neville and Carragher acting like Arsenal were going to get relegated this season. I'm not gonna lie that rory you did it brother you, you, you did it you, you that is the blunder of the year
0: for sure 100%. i wonder if he actually believed that though i don't like, i haven't seen the video in ages i think wasn't it quite a, like he actually was like pretty heated in the debate wasn't he
1: no i think just Rory he's assertive when he talks right he tries to like deliver his point with. Commission. he's a salesman was... he's
0: a, a wheel of dealer yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was yeah. a
1: fiery situation, but he said it he is a, what did down, you say? a disrespect he said it's to the establishment. Disrespectful
3: to the establishment. He's, you know, he's not he's not the player you think he is. He's done it in the Bundesliga, or he's done, it's disrespectful to the establishment was, to say he's he, gonna come and win the golden boot from another league. But Mo Salah did it in seventeen eighteen. So He's
1: he was actually talking like as in like Buckingham Palace had just been like called and said, listen, Holland's gonna come and run this thing. And he was like, the establishment is not going to be happy about this. The the Premier League Royalists are not going to be happy about this one. <laughs> exactly. but, but listen, Holland, Holland does what Holland does, and that is Holland is exactly the reason why I'm not sitting here nice and comfortable with a big smile on my face. Because um he is the Terminator. So um yeah that is definitely a blunder from our boy Rory.
0: I would actually like to back that regardless of the one I'm going to give you I've I've already decided I'm going to back that blunder because that is horrible and as daniel said that's a sackable offense i love rory <laughs> lovely guy um my blunder was the ronaldo interview the ronaldo thing the ronaldo saga because ronaldo like joins united comes back does well kind of well and then doesn't do that's well ten well. hag comes in yeah, he does yeah, he does well for his like for what he was trying to do in that first season, but obviously that was 2021. Then last year, Ten Ha comes in and says, You're 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 a waste man. Ronaldo falls out with him, walks out a few times, then he does an interview where he says basically I wouldn't dare go to Saudi Arabia. That ain't me. I'm not about that life. Then he gets offered a load of money to go to Saudi Arabia. He gets binned while he's in the World Cup for Portugal, and Portugal seemingly play better. Um, and I love Ronaldo, by the way. I just want to say that. Um, now he's playing in Saudi Arabia, getting paid £200 million a year, which I do not oppose. I No man is going to reject £200 million a year, let me tell you that for sure. Everyone's hating on it, but there isn't a better promotion than that. But he said he wouldn't. And his career is now ending in the Saudi league. I think for political reasons that I think Saudi want to use him to try and get the World Cup that's coming, Not the next one, not the next one, the one after that. But Ronaldo yeah. is going there. Um, and I just think, I think it's a blunder. I think the interview is a blunder. He's had a stinker I'm, with that. I'm with you on that.
1: I'm, I'm, and I'm actually, I'm not going to lie, you almost swayed me to maybe think, and I'm a Ronaldo guy as well. I say this with a heavy heart but like you've actually convinced me that maybe Rory wasn't that wild. Nah, no, no, not no, man. When you have a feeling, yeah. you have a feeling. But I think with Ronaldo, what happened is I'm the most pro-Ronaldo guy that I know in my friend circle. Like I always see the benefit of, no, you're just attacking him because he looks flashy, whereas you're th- calling other players humble when they're not humble, they're just arrogant in a different way and stuff like that. So I've been yeah. always backing that. But Ronaldo has systematically torn himself down in a series of PR disasters, which has led to, on one hand, his biggest adversary lifting the biggest prize in football, at really the cool. same time as him signing for a club whose kit looks like my auntie designed it.
3: It's the, it's the little like, logo.
1: Like, no, big man, are we being serious? Like, who is that sponsor? First of all, congratulations, because now you're making shirts for Ronaldo. But big man, that mm. that sponsor there... I'm not even sure it's sponsor itself. So uh, like for for me, that has to be the story of the year. And I think it will live long in football history. When we talk about the great, great players, I think there'll be a lot of conversation about how Ronaldo's choices or his almost narcissism took away from his greatness. Because now people are starting to talk about where is he in the list of goats? Which is ridiculous because this is one of the greatest, greatest, greatest players we've ever seen um i just didn't expect it to end this way man i'll tell you that
2: No, i'm not having this man i'm not having this this is the i think if people think people are going to remember 37 year old cristiano ronaldo he's just recency bias, man we're remembering all the good times of cristiano ronaldo him at united in his first day in the free pete ronaldo 13 14 ronaldo no one's remembering this like people just want to hate cristiano ronaldo because it's popular right now that's all it sure. is like ronaldo sure. still came in last season at 36, at 37, scored. We would have been out in the Champions League in the group goals, stages. No, absolutely. What goals, he... Sixth in the Champions League. And people keep saying, oh, Ronaldo made us worse. Like It's not Ronaldo's for everyone else was underperforming next to him. It's not Ronaldo's for Rashford couldn't run around last year. Like People said Ronaldo took away Bruno's goals. Bruno Fernandes got more non-penalty goals last year than he did in the year before without Ronaldo. These are just the facts. Wow. Like, everything was made about Cristiano Ronaldo because he was just popular to hate. But, listen, man, the game's a game.
0: But in terms of that interview, that's what I'm I'm not saying Ronaldo no. wasn't yeah, a good footballer. I, I
2: didn't mention the interview. You know, I, I'm, like, meaning the how Ronaldo's going to be remembered in terms of... Okay. So I, I, mean, I don't but, think,
1: but,
3: but, sorry, I don't think on, people go are going to
2: remember the interview, I'll be honest. In 10 years, like, even once Ronaldo retires, <laughs> I think they're going to talk about, yo... We all loved Cristiano Ronaldo. He competed with Messi all these years. I don't think people are going to talk about an interview like that.
1: Okay, I can, I, I can definitely I can take that point. But for me, the thing that adds to that interview and puts the final nail in the coffin is you can get dropped by your club. And you can feel like your club is not matching your ambition or the manager doesn't want to play you because the system's not right. But then imagine what, what has happened behind the scenes at the World Cup where you are the greatest player in your country's history. Your, your country idolises you. There are, there are players that used to have, all the players in the team used to have your poster on their wall. He had a great relationship with the manager. How does he end up getting dropped mid-World Cup? Like, how I can think, it be?
2: I think it was, as I said, I just think it was too much media pressure on Fernando Santos just to make, like, Ronaldo was the villain going into the World Cup. And like people keep saying surely, surely without Cristiano Ronaldo, Portugal went out without Ronaldo. No, sure, no, no listen, surely no, The not reason I've got to disagree really with that is because Ramos yeah, literally bit.
3: went and slapped slapped a hat trick. Yeah, that's the thing. That's if, Ramos had, if, if, if it had been a thing where Ramos had played and then and done nothing or, or he'd, you know similar issues, he literally came in, slapped a hat trick. Portugal won six one, and they just looked. And and this is I'm 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 a Ronaldo guy as well. Like, I, I like Ronaldo, so it's just.
1: Ronaldo could have easily so scored was, a hat trick in that game. If it if, if Ronaldo did, got the chances he, that no, but he was on the bench, so. that's why he did it. I, I, don't,
0: like, I so, don't think so. He started the tournament as the main guy and Gonzalo Ramos came in. I don't really account that game for like Gonzalo is because Ronaldo wasn't there. Gonzalo Ramos took his chances, yes. But then Ronaldo mm. was getting used as a super sub. I think there's a there's there's like yes, there's there's media pressure on the gaffer, yes, the gaffer has to play different players. But the way he was also utilising Ronaldo, I think one of the games they were about to go out, and they brought him on in the last 17 minutes to like save them. And I was so like, "That was that against Morocco, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah." He had 39 minutes, I think he was. The f- yeah. And
2: the thing is, Portugal looked better when Ronaldo was on the pitch for the last 13. It obviously, he helped Morocco a that's, shit that's more.
1: Well, well Benzema, that, Ramos
2: was on the pitch for the first sixty. Where was he?
1: Yeah, and but that—that's what—that's what I'm saying. That fine if we can say United got it wrong, and we can say there's a misunderstanding between Ronaldo, but how like Portugal, the Portugal national team, that is Ronaldo's place. That's where he's idolized. That's what—that's his country. That's where there's a statue of him. What what has gone on behind the scenes there for? Him to all of a sudden be on the bench, Ronaldo on the bench for Portugal, like that. That no. that's what I can't get my head around. Yeah. That it it can be it can be one person's mistake. It can't be two completely different people's mistakes with a different agenda. Because the only one common denominator in that situation is Cristiano Ronaldo himself. But well, I also, would say that it doesn't
3: have. That's not really to do with the interview. Because because we, if we're kind of centering on the on the point of that, it's the interview. Like we're kind we're kind of getting it like a, a little bit of a Ronaldo slander. <laughs>
1: No, but no, no, but you know. Rambo said, Rambo said the Ronaldo saga. So like, from, yeah, from... okay, I think yeah, the yeah,
0: 2022 Ronaldo saga as a whole is a blunder. P- PR wise, he's at a stinker, top to bottom. And also for a man who's been so pure with his PR, a lot of things have gone wrong this year for him, um, PR wise. And therefore, that is my blunder of the year. Um, we still need to hear Daniel and Bain So we may as well swiftly move on. I'm sure we'll talk about Ronaldo at some point. Agreed.
3: My goal. Wait, so, so, we we, we back in Rory Jennings now. Like, uh,
0: listen,
1: Rory finishes with a sim, silver medal in this one, but
3: wow, Ronaldo,
1: Ronaldo has like seismically nah, gone nah, from nah, Manchester. No, nah, nah, we're not doing that, man. <laughs> okay. Hey, wh-
2: what about Cargill, Alessandro Martinez? Is too more to play in the Bram League?
3: No, I, I can see what he's just done. You've just about creeped. You've just about creeped into the top four. <laughs> yeah, you just I mean, creep. Mean, you just, you no, just you, breathe, you just breathe on people's necks. You're in, in the, the top league. four.
2: He's been one of the best just creeped
3: in the match. The- just creeped into the top four. He looks good. Is Kusi Romero now this he, world he, beater because Tottenham came fourth last year? You like, just creeped into Lissandra the top Martinez four. So like
1: Liss- Lissandro Martinez looks too much like someone I went to uni with for me to take him seriously. But you
2: might not take him seriously. His <laughs> level of performance would be very good though. I will I say. Know, I
3: World well, Cup just, as well. He didn't. He wasn't
0: starting. Yeah, but he still Was it work a
2: without. vital
3: block? Was
0: it against Holland? One. You wrong you, wrong. Well, no, no, no. You're saying one vital block in the World Cup gets Lisandro Martinez. <laughs> Come on, bro. You're better, better than that. Nah, just let it go, brother. Bro. Let, let, let it go, my
3: friend. Nah, nah. Just let, let it, it go.
2: Three hundred minutes.
1: Got a World Cup medal in. Baines, you're Bainesy. You're pushing the boundaries for the 2023 No Ratings Podcast Award. I can't like you, yeah. you, nah, nah, I'm I'm you're, knock, you're knocking on the he, door
3: you're
2: really he's knocking you I respect him, the sounds of Martinez more I don't think anybody's disrespecting
0: him but I'm saying yeah, for I respect, like I respect him
2: Daniel said he doesn't respect him because it looks like he goes uni
0: with him no no, he no I said respected he he the guy that I lived because... at uni with yeah there more you go <laughs> I prefer not to
1: speak <laughs> haters
2: man haters
0: I feel, yeah, I feel that one's going to get discounted again. I'm sorry, Baines. This feels like anything Baines says, we just go shush. I just moved. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen! Don't you... think I forgot about the green take
3: from last year? You know. No, yeah. Baines, don't worry. I'm going to back you for the. Ne- I'm going to back you for the next one. So don't make it a stinky one. I'm going to back yeah. you for the next one.
0: <laughs> What's the next um, category? It is, is It what is it? It's the lol of the year. But Danielle, we still need to hear your blunder of the year, right? Or are you just backing Ronaldo? No, I'm
1: absolutely on board with your uh with your comments about the Ronaldo saga. That is the blunder of the year.
0: And I feel Kieran you're going to back that as well.
3: Yeah, I I I, I you know, the the Haaland one is 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 still sticking in my mind but that that could just be like team allegiance. So, in terms of overall, I I probably just say yeah. I, I'll go I'll, I'll let you have your Ronaldo one.
0: Uh, we'll take that. I on. Feel like Baines um, now, man. God damn. <laughs> um, and I ain't letting anyone slander Ronaldo. You you don't have a choice in the matter at the moment. Um, three categories to go. Is Bane's going to get one? Even though this isn't a game <laughs> show, but it really feels like it's, it's becoming a game show. Um, <laughs> uh, LOL of the year. Um, Bane, you go first on oh, this bro. one. If you, put, if you put in a good sales pitch, I promise you I'll back it, regardless of what I believe.
2: I'll be honest, I'll struggle with this one, you know. <laughs> like wow. this is what this, like, this, job, a, this is so a all this for you happened in the last 20 minutes here We you know Ronaldo walking out against Tottenham like obviously now we can look back at it it is hilarious like Ronaldo just said you know what you lot have fun I'm out left the stadium like you know how crazy that is like we just never seen that in football
1: no. man had a dinner reservation to get to he just went yeah, oh, yeah late,
3: man. save you man that's cool I, 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 I might be this something.
2: Like, what
3: else have we got? There was. I've, um, I think I've got. I've got. A, I've got a good one as well, and, on. and, and it's it's even kind of topical as well. Do you remember? Um, there was the the pod. You know, the, I can't remember the name of the podcast. It's the one of um, Gary Lineker, Shearer, and Michael Richards. Steve. It's
1: like the match. Oh,
3: of the day. Zabber, it's the match of the day one. It's yeah. the match of the day one. Yeah, and um. I think I think um, you guys even well, posted it on Twitter. But yeah. Basically, there was there was this conversation, and it was about like Mike, Mike Michael Richards, like listed his his best right back of all time. And I think he said it was I think he said Kafu, yeah. and then um is Lideka, like uh, some someone like from the production teams now giving Gary Lineker, um like this this rundown of what someone someone said about Mike, Michael Richards, and he's so saying what, you know what it's, it's great what, what, what Carlos Alberto said the great yeah, Carlos, yeah, Carlos, I, I was gonna, yeah yeah Carlos Alberto yeah. Carlos Alberto, I was gonna get onto him, but I was like, so he's gone and he's just gassed him up. He said, you know, he knows he knows where he's going in life, he knows what he's doing on the pitch and off it. And so Michael Rich is just there like, like he like he knows me, that kind of kind of thing. So cool. Um so Shearer's like, oh, do you not want to change change your um your pick now? And then Gary Lineker's, um, after this has gone and said, um, like, yes, yeah, sorry, Carlos Alberto if if you're watching right now. And then one of the productions. Like I shouldn't laugh, but it was so funny. because he's just like, this is like, he's dead. And then Gary Lineker's like, Lideka's face, all of them just just burst out laughing. And it's the funniest thing ever because like it's just the turn of events of how you've gone from yeah, just you just not even mentioned Carlos Alberto, and then he's now gone gas somehow gassed up. Right, it's the fact that he knows Michael Richards to this extent is gassed him all the way up. So Lineker's like, yeah, like we got we got to show love to Carlos Alberto. He's, <laughs> Alan, nah, that, Alan, no, Alan, Alan
1: Shearer's laugh just murdered me. Like, <laughs> that fell off the chair, didn't he? Alan Shearer was literally about to keel over himself. That's how. We, that was that was a gold moment.
3: Too too funny. <laughs> I can...
1: Unbelievable.
3: I don't I don't think that can be talked personally, but I'm I'm, I'm ready to I'm, I'm ready to take hit offers. Uh,
1: for me. Uh, <laughs> I've got, a cu- I've got two, but I, I, <laughs> one of them, it's just not as funny as that. But I've got two mm. anyway. One of them, again, features our man, Mr. Funny Man in football, Mika Richards. Uh, on CBS, when the cameras were off, he was actually watching a game while he's eating a Chinese. And um, the hilarious thing as well is, was, was he wearing something else instead of a bib? like he was using something as a bib anyway that just added to the drama he had this whole like six person buffet in front of him to himself and as he's celebrating a goal this like bit of pasta like flies out of his mouth and in one motion (laughs) he manages to like reverse the pasta back into his mouth like mid chant. so if you watch the slow motion video he like he goes crazy and I think it's Kevin De Bruyne or something like that. And the pasta literally flies out of his mouth, catches it back in, and it just continues celebrating. I just thought that was insane. Um, the second one is uh, Amanda Staveley, who is part of the consortium Newcastle. at Newcastle mm. United. I think they must have got like a, a you know a win or at the beginning, or they must have scored a goal. <laughs> so Amanda. Sorry, sorry.
0: Sorry, yeah. I typed in Michael Richards pasta. I kept saying Michael Richards pasta control. I've never watched this video. It is absolutely
3: hilarious. So let, me, let, me, nah, let me check it out. Wait, you guys have not seen this? Nah, I've I
0: actually it. haven't
3: what? seen it. <laughs> I'm so That's funny. I was just... Hold on, let me, let me look at this. I'm what's so, so happy funny for you to guys.
0: guys. Is this... F- like, someone's actually slow moed it down. Like, it's like a... It's like... They slow mode it as if it's like a great finish in a game or something. <laughs> they
1: did uh... it. They did it live on CBS. <laughs>
3: Yeah, this is quite funny the slow now oh, yeah. okay? the slow the slow <laughs> <laughs> this has got different angles as well
1: like look at how intense he is as well Like he oh literally
3: choked to death But um, yeah, that is funny
1: I thought that was hilarious only Mika Richards could pull that off off the camera and uh, there's one where Amanda Stabley she's in the director's box and there's like a gentleman a row down and they kind of see each other after a goal and she goes down and and does that, and he does this, and then she and then he oh, yeah, like she, that and that, she does yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then instead of instead of actually connecting or do, agreeing to anything, they just decide, oh, let's just leave it, and then they just go in their <laughs> separate ways, just <laughs> like they went like that. Uh, uh, nah, forget it. They just left. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was um, incredible. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure people around the world have experienced that somewhere when they've gone anywhere with any sort of culture. So I'm, very I'm relatable. Hesitant. I
0: stand with you. I feel in that situation, I would just do that. Put my, put my hand yeah. around the other person's fist. Just it, don't man. just avoid. Don't walk away. And then it's super awkward. Like, what do you do after? Walk in opposite direction? Do you walk the same down Like, what are you doing? Um, They're basically playing rock, paper, scissors without the scissors. I just did a little
3: salute. Salute and just be on your way. It's just simple. Just, just a little... Uh,
0: a mine part. is also on the topic of handshakes. I don't know if you got... Well, you must remember this, but you remember Chelsea Tottenham, Tuchel Conte... Ooh, and, yeah. uh, they, at the end of the game I don't know was it Conte holding on Was it It was hilarious because after the game they were literally going if you just look closely at the handshake is that Conte holding is that Tuchel holding on is that Conte holding on it's really difficult they to- like <laughs> micro-analyzing a handshake um <laughs> Yeah, it, was actually, was it, it was actually it was actually Tuchel cool basically
1: holding on and saying that when you shake hands you're supposed to make eye contact. Yeah,
0: because he yeah, mentioned yeah.
1: that he mentioned that in yeah. post match as well. He's like, oh, okay. and then you see Conte like stare at his hand, realize what's just happened, and then he looks up like, ah, like yeah, just
3: yeah, start yeah. screaming at him. Drama, I man! I love the Premier. Um, yeah, that that is funny, and the memes that came out theme. of it as well.
0: Yeah, I feel for a whole week people just using that over and over and over again. Um, I will, however, back the uh, the Gary Lineker one. I'm quite I'm quite happy to go with that one. That's very just to clear, one.
2: was it this year where Carigal was on CBS and searched who he was doing punditry with and they caught it on camera?
3: What? Um, yeah, I, th- I know what you're talking about. I don't know if it was this year, but I know what you're talking about because they they, they they caught they. Yeah, yeah, you. you he was it, on it.
2: punditry with like some American guy, innit? and he didn't know who the footballer was. So we searched it up, but they quit on camera that he was searching
0: him up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's it no, very, it's very funny.
0: Wait, let me have a look. Ka-Katerin they did, they, goes,
3: they did it. They did, like I said, I think no, wasn't M was Hold on, let me. I'm gonna find out. I, I'm,
2: I don't know. I think it was this year. No, it's
0: 2021. No way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jamie Carrier caught Googling fellow pundit Maurice Edu on live TV. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah that is
1: that is hilarious, man. I you, love you,
0: hate, you hate to see it, though. The top two articles are Daily Mail and The Sun, so we don't click on them. Um, all right, into Player of the Year and then Moment of the Year. Uh, I can't believe we've been going for like an hour, you know. I really thought this was going to be like a 30-minute in and out sort of situation. Um Player of the year. I'll go first with this one. Um, Alisson Becker. Probably a bit of club bias there, but I think Liverpool have been genuinely horrible defensively at times. And this, this man, he's a cheat code. He's a cheat code. If Amir was on the pod right now, he'd fully back this. I just think um, Alison's the best, one of the best keepers I've ever seen in Premier League history, along with van der Sar and Check. When Czech went through that first period at Chelsea, I think when they conceded 12 goals in the year, it felt like Chelsea would never concede a goal because they had checking nets. Um, I think Allison had that period last year. Obviously, Liverpool have been conceding goals, but nearly all of the goals Liverpool concede, he actually can't do anything about them because they are just there. It has to be either a really great goal or a really boooky goal. We we'll just come off the back of the Brentford game, um, and the own goal from Canate is impossible to save. The Wiese header, he he actually saves that despite it picking up pace from hitting the ground. But obviously, it's in the back of the net, and then the third goal. He doesn't really have a chance with because he's what is six yards out. But the amount of times he saved and got Liverpool out of uh, trouble is incredible. I was really hoping that Brazil went far and they got tested. So his goalkeeping got tested so people could see it on the, on the World Cup stage. But Brazil didn't go far. So um, penalty, shoot, penalty
3: shootout, penalty shootout, you let, let the side down, man. Let the I side down, man.
0: hate this chat about keepers getting rated for penalty shootouts. No, nah, nah, I, I, don't, I don't
3: agree with it. No, nah, it's true. But I, I, I feel like. <laughs> You can't look. It's very. It's a very cop out answer. You kind of can't look past Messi at this point. Yeah. You kind of or can't. Like the culmination the culmination. Of Benzema. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When you, when
2: you do Champions League hat tricks? The Dorn. big hat tricks, you scored. But have, have you
0: seen the nine minute compilation of Messi in the World Cup? With the yeah, like, yeah. you ball play in the background? It's it's like it's he incredible. actually did, actually did win the world cup for his country i, like I a, went to
1: yeah. i went to two three
2: four yeah, well would you not say i went i went
1: bar- to sorry go, go on. on go on bansi go go well I, I went to i went to four of argentina's games at the world cup and it was it was almost like a you-had-to-be-there thing where those that know ball know that the little things that Messi does are the hardest thing to do in football and stuff like that. And they're not necessarily always a top binner or chopping in from the wing or whatever. But watching him live in the flesh and the countless moments that he actually pulled Argentina out of the mud because after their loss against Saudi Arabia, essentially every game became must-win. They 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 couldn't afford to lose to Mexico. If they'd, if they'd drawn because of the other result in the group, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that Argentina would have gone out. So that is only their second game in the group stages and it was win or you're out. That The way he opens up his body and that shot into the bottom corner was sensational. His, uh, his performances throughout the tournament, his assist against Croatia, I genuinely was like, what's going on here? Like, how did he manage to pull that off and put it on a plate? And of course, his clutch performance in the final, man. Like... <sighs> You, you th- people talk about the hardest things to do in football like winning a world cup, but not just winning a world cup, but the whole hopes of an entire nation being put on you. The whole um premise of well, the whole premise of go on Messi, go and cement your legacy up there with the footballing greats. Yeah, like he was already there, but it almost was like when it comes to a world cup year, they're like, Messi, if you can just do this, there'll be no doubt whatsoever mm-hmm. that you're going to live forever. So that's a that's a pressure that only a very few players have to live with and and an even fewer amount of players actually get to achieve that and cement their yeah. legacy and um, for me Messi just, he blew my mind.
0: Unbelievable. Baines has decided well, I might not even debate him on Do you not think talk. like
2: Benzema's Ballon d'Or helped him cement himself more? Like, do you just wish his- you were
3: French? <laughs> no 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 like, like, I'll just cut all this league arm prop like another no, no, Benzema no, no, no. prop like cause, cause Pyatt was, Lons Benzema do you know what I mean like what, what's going on like
2: no because thinking about it yeah, before this year was it not Mika Richards who said for example he didn't rate Benzema like that
1: no it's crazy though Mika Richards that's a howler like, but those there's who know probably football. a lot
2: of like casual football fans who were on a similar boat in terms of maybe not rating Karim Benzema before this or last year's Champions League campaign the guy got hat-tricks against, what was it? Was it C? Or was it PSG? It's, and
1: it's definitely one of the, it's definitely yeah, one of the hardest. It's definitely one of the hardest runs I've ever seen to a, to yeah. a Champions League final to then win it. Like, it was, they beat... It was the hat-trick against
3: Chelsea, I think. Yeah, it yeah.
2: was and Chelsea. Two headers. And even, um, the World Cup, obviously, he, he had to go home early because of all the medical stuff that apparently happened. France didn't Jerusalem win it without him. France did not win the World Cup without Benzema. So Benzema was probably looking at like, said, yo, I told you look. I mean, but they got no, to the final. They were the most... France, the France, is,
1: France yeah, at
2: this I actually world think cup France are better without Benzema. But at the same time, Benzema can just say, yo, like you still didn't win it.
3: They won it in 2018 without him yeah, and got yeah, to the this final world this time cup, and we're literally a penalties away from it. Like, this he's, he's got cup, no leg to stand on. No, he's got no leg to stand on because the the Euros... They went they went out and I think it was the quarters when he played. But and, he also uh twenty fourteen. Nation nations league. Who Benzema was it? Na- nation's league. Oh, come on, be serious. No, no, but he scored some <laughs> be, i se- he scored
1: a serious, against Wayne, on, in I don't think he's disputing Benzema's contributions or his capabilities. What he's saying is that in Benzema's absence, France's record at the World Cup is still ridiculous, and they took it to penalties against Argentina. Um which is essentially as close as you can get without winning it. So yeah. I think that's what we're saying. And But Benzema's Champions League run is sensational. And I think you're right in that even now casual fans couldn't now go, oh, no, Lewandowski is clear of Benzema because Benzema was not only putting in the play that he's so well known for, he was getting the clutch goals as well, even yeah. though his goal record is ridiculous over a number of years. But Messi, Argentina... Hopes of a nation, last chance, captain, icon, World
3: Cup, and he's it just, brought it back for PSG as well. It
1: just, it just yeah. doesn't get, it just doesn't get better. Forget PSG, man. That that I'm right. adding
3: PSG, no, because I'm adding PSG to it because there was this whole thing of oh, we can't do it outside Barcelona last year. We got six league goals, everything. Everyone's like, oh, you know, Ronaldo's on eighteen, Messi's on six, like all all of the the memes. Oh, Fred has more goals at this point in the season than Messi. He's pulled it back for PSG. People have said, okay, World Cup. Is he gonna go on and do it? He's gone on and done it. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna throw PSG in there as well. And and
1: not only done it, can I just add the caveat as well, like really done it. Like yeah, I'm talking yeah, yeah. clutch goals, clutch assists, clutch moments, like even his penalty in the penalty shootout, the biggest penalty he will ever take in his career. Yeah, so calm.
0: Also, this so, is for like, a, this is for a guy who has a record of missing penalties in big moments. Yeah. So yeah. um he missed one in the tournament and that was against Paul and every other penalty yes. he became clutch. So Um, yeah, I can't look past Messi to be fair. Um, Baines, your debate was going in the right direction, then you mentioned Benzema and France, and I was like, your debate's just, it's gone now. It's done, it's over. They they got to the final, Giroud did really well. I I would like to, I would like to, oh sorry, this is player of the year, right, not moment? Yeah, player of the year. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. I think we, we, yeah. we're all Baines. I'm sorry, man. Like, you've got one more chance to, to get one right. It's moment of the year because I think Messi is hey, the next
2: one. For me
3: get on board no. with my moment and you'll win. Get on board hey, with don't, my don't moment. Worry, I swear moment. you'll win.
2: Let me start off with the moment. Go on, go on, go on. It has to be the Mbappe goal, the second goal. Okay, cool. Because I feel like that. I, don't, I can't remember screaming out loud when watching football. Like, everyone thought, yo, like France were out of it and then all of a sudden. They're back in it because of a moment of magic. I mean, listen, Mbappe World Cup. His record speaks for itself, kind of thing, isn't it? Uh, most yeah. final
3: goals in World Cup history. Whoa. Um, I think he's on twelve. He's on twelve <laughs> World Cup goals already. I think he's he's literally four off four off the record overall. He's got the uh, besides Messi. I think he's got the most knockout contributions ever as well. And
1: and. I think, I think as a wider picture, you've got the goal, which was undoubtedly a, a moment that defined what he did. But at his age, when the chips were down, being 2-0 down, to see, to see Mbappe score a hat-trick in a World Cup final, and those penalties were so pressure. Like, Emi mm. Martinez gets in your head. He scored three yeah. penalties against Emi Martinez in one game. Like, for me... Obviously, not not gassing it up again, but being lucky enough to be in the stadium. First of all, when I was watching it with Argentina fans, watching their emotions and how high they were, and then when Mbappe, what Mbappe did in like a minute and a half, the way he'd completely silenced the stadium was ridiculous to me. But I just remember feeling so proud. I was just in awe of how young this guy is and the magnitude of what he achieved. Like, this is the second man in history to score a World Cup final hat-trick. And it's not... It's not a World Cup final hat-trick on the way to like a romping victory. So like, let's say he scored the hat-trick against Croatia at the last time. That would be pretty remarkable as well. But being 2-0 down, bringing it back to 2-2. Being 3-2 down, bringing it back to 3-3. That is just um, unbelievable. So I feel like his goal is an incredible moment. But on the wider, we should not forget that this man scored a hat-trick in the World Cup final.
2: And you know, like, the goal, I think one of them, like, he did that little fist pump to Messi kind of thing, innit? When Messi did it to him first.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, that arrogance in
0: a good way, I just love it kind of thing, innit? Also, I think Absolutely. the thing about that goal was when the ball went in the air, I think I'd say 99%, 99.9% of people watching it said, don't shoot. Like, I think everyone's saying, take it down. And for yeah. him to have that self-belief to go, I'm good enough to volley this in, in a World Cup final where I've actually stunk the place out for 70 minutes. I'm I'm good enough to do that. It was completely ridiculous. Um, I'm going to put one forward as well, which I think is going to make it very difficult for people to, for people to choose uh, for different reasons. But um, I'm going to go with the Lionesses winning it because I think what that's done for the women's game is incredible. You can see it this season. So many more people are invested in the game. So many more people want to watch the game. So many more people are watching the content. There's so much more coverage on TV. Advertisement spaces are being taken up by women's football. It's changed everything, and I think that is the beauty of winning a competition for your country um, in any sport. I think, like if, if I think about, say, Pakistan winning the World Cup for um, in cricket, you'd go, "Wow, that would be like for, for Pakistan as a nation, it's like game changing." So I think, in terms of England going out and winning something, was big in 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 the first place in football. Then to go and do it in the women's game is. As it couldn't get bigger, I, I and I'll say this loud and clear England men's could have gone and won the World Cup, and I still don't think that tops the women's achievements because the level that the, the amount of money that's put into the men's game versus the women's game, the mm. structure that's put into the men's game compared to the women's game, they shouldn't have won it and they won it. So I think it was the it was by far the most one of the most incredible achievements I've ever witnessed in sports, let alone just in football. I think Your, I was reading was, an
2: article yesterday yeah. saying that. Can't remember. One of like the women's directors said they've seen a two hundred percent increase in attendance from this time last yeah. year. I think Arsenal played Tottenham women's at the Emirates, thirty-seven thousand pounds. Yeah, uh, thirty-seven thousand yeah, yeah. capacity. Yeah, that was crazy. United played Aston Villa a couple weeks ago. I think it was like, around thirty thousand. Another record capacity. Like the women's game is clearly
1: growing. And Absolutely. and you can see it in the New Year's Honours list as well. Like it, it was dominated by the lionesses and. Um, I feel like what what's happened with the rise of women's football is that they're expected to be these like role models and like breakthrough for women just outside of sport. But now we're getting to that level now, which is where all sports should be, where they can just be looked at as world-class athletes. Cause when mm. you're on the come up, when you're on the come up, of course, people like to do the gesture things where like, Oh, you know, well, what does this mean as, as a woman, or you want to inspire little, uh, little girls, but these are we shouldn't forget that these are world class athletes. Like the, like men's or women's game, becoming a footballer is one of the most impossible tasks that you can do in life. And um, you're right, Rambo. A home a home a home uh, tournament has its advantages, but it comes with unbelievable pressure. And uh, for them to achieve what they achieved, sensational form. All
0: right. Then that leaves with a, with a choice to make. Um, so I'll quickly spin it around the room, Kieran. Mbappe or the lionesses?
3: You know I said I was going to back Baines. I said I'm going to back Baines. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with Mbappe. Oh, I
0: Respect that. I respect- Baines needs this. He yeah. needs this moment. Baines, you're obviously backing yourself, right?
3: He's going to snake me, isn't he?
2: Oh, I was on mute. Yeah, I'm backing
0: Mbappe. He oh. <laughs> muted himself. Well, he can't you know believe I said, it's happening. I feel
2: like- the Lionesses was more like monumental kind of thing. Mm. That's like, no, I don't know how to say it, like like an ever-changing
3: point. I kind of get what you're saying. It transcended the sport. Yeah. yeah. It as an, it kind of transcended the moment itself. It's kind of, the moment itself means more in kind of like a, a wider scale in the terms of what, it, what it means afterwards. Like the impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: definitely. Oh, I think I can alright. Well, Danielle, we'll let you have your vote anyway, but I I think I've decided as well. Yeah, I mean, for
1: me, I can't lie, I was very firmly on the Mbappe situation. I guess I guess because because I was there, because I couldn't get over the magnitude of like what this young man had achieved, but that sentence there that, that Bainesy said, uh I think Bainesy said it, but it, it was that was very much Mbappe's moment. That was very much France's moment. But I think the lionesses' win was was a lot bigger than that, and um, for that reason, and I was at the quarters as well at the Amex Stadium, um, and that was one of the wildest games. Like j- just the energy at that game was sensational. So I am very happy and very proud to go with you on that one, Rambo.
0: All right, that kind of gives us a two apiece. But what I will say on on what Bain said, and I think it's a great point. The the lionesses winning it is like a. It's almost like a. Like, this is a, this is not a moment of the year. This is like a moment of the decade. This is like a moment of the century. This is like a. Mo- mm. Like this is far bigger than just like twenty twenty two. Whereas Mbappe's moment as like a mm. football purist was like that was a moment just in twenty twenty two. And if you witnessed yeah. it, you are lucky. So I I can go with both to be fair. Um, and I think it's actually quite nice that we end it on both, mainly because I don't want Baines to get one on his own. The so Baines, unfortunately, there is still <laughs> no victory for you in this podcast. You are ending it on wow. a draw. Um, I'll the Baines, Kieran, <laughs> Baines, Kieran, Danielle, thank you very much. Um, for you guys listening, if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, but make sure you leave a like, comment, subscribe, and follow the podcast on all platforms as well. And follow the guys as well. We'll see you next time.